Hi, welcome to Gospel Hit, 10-minute presentations from the Bible. Today's presentation is from the series Living Your Best Life by Pastor Jonathan Holder, typewriter, taken from Matthew 28, verse 30. Let's go for a Gospel Hit. You can find all kinds of things on the internet. In fact, you already know that. Because like me, you've wasted hours of your life on the internet. You know, you went on for five minutes to like check one thing and then two hours later you're still scrolling and checking various things which really don't matter that much but have kept you entertained for the last two hours. Now, one thing I, I really like about the internet is that you find some, some great articles. And I read an article a couple of days ago actually that I just really want to talk about and share with you. It's an article about a typewriter. Now, we don't even use typewriters anymore. But this article, I guess, talked to me about typewriters in a way that I've never thought of them. He basically begins by talking about how he's seen this, this new typewriter that keeps getting advertised to him on Facebook. You know how Facebook knows how to tailor their ads to us, so it's stuff we're actually interested in. And he's seen this typewriter over and over again. And what this typewriter promises him is really the ability to be creative. The ability to, to focus and, and um, get things done, to be the next Ernest Hemingway, to, to write amazing things. And he talks about how his issue is that he keeps getting sucked in by this typewriter. He spends too long lo looking at it because it promises him something that he believes he needs. He needs that ability not to be distracted, that ability to be able to focus and now in today's society especially, there are so many distractions. Like your laptop is great, but it's a gateway to the internet and the internet can distract you for hours. I've done it so many times, sat down to work, think that I'm going to focus for now. And then you, you focus for maybe 10 minutes and then you have to check something on the internet. And after you've checked that thing, you're like, you know what, I worked hard for 10 minutes, let me take a break for a while. And then two hours later again, you find yourself not having achieved anything and now behind and more stressed because you've got so much to do later. So this is why this typewriter appealed to him so much because there was no internet connection. It was just him, his thoughts, and his writing. You know what, I didn't even like typewriters, but after a while it started to sound good to me. But then he goes in a different direction because he begins to talk about how creativity isn't the problem. Focus isn't the problem. Having the right equipment isn't the problem. The real problem is us. In fact, let me just share a quick passage from the article. He says this, I think the nature of being creative is to be disappointed in one's ability to create. That's weird if you think about it. No one who fancies themselves a gardener will be frustrated with their own gardening ability. Then again, if you fancy yourself a gardener, you can't will a tomato plant into existence. All you can do is plant the seed, care for it and nourish it. You understand it is the toil that makes it grow. And as he goes on to talk about this frustrativeness of creativity, he says something which really just hit a nerve for me. He basically says, is the problem we have with creativity is that it's always disappointing. Like you have a great idea, this thing in which you think will be wonderful and amazing and will change the world literally. So you sit down, you plan, you put it together, you make it happen, and when it's finished, it's disappointing. It's not as good as you thought it was going to be. It didn't come together in the way you wanted it to. 
It's not something you look at and you go, man, that came across even better than I thought it was going to be because this was going to be something that would be amazing. And then you created it and found out that really, ah, it's just not what I wanted. And it happens over and over again. If I tell you how many times I've had these amazing ideas which are going to change the world that never get off the ground or even when they do get off the ground, don't change the world. And then how disappointed with myself I get. How frustrated I get by the difference between my imagination and what I can actually realize. It's depressing. Because we see these things that we want to do, we see these ways in which we want to create and we get disappointed by the outcome. By the fact that things don't go how we want them to. That they don't come together in the way that we're thinking. That in our heads it was this amazing thing and then in reality it's nothing more than blur. Forgettable not that great maybe it's okay but if you if you could get into my head and see it you would understand how brilliant it was going to be and so it really just got me thinking about the difference between dreams and reality the dreams we have for various areas maybe it's an idea we have for a project but maybe it's the dreams we had for our life the things we wanted to achieve the things we were going to do how we were going to not be like our parents or how we were going to make this massive difference. And then as the dreams become reality, we look at it and we go, ah, it's okay. But the dream was better. And we begin to get frustrated with ourselves and what we seemingly can achieve, that our dreams never become reality. And in some ways, it feels like it's something that you just have to learn to live with. That you have to learn to be okay with the disappointment of your ideas never coming out how you planned them to be. That you have to get used to coming up short. But the truth is that sucks. No one wants to get used to that. No one wants to be continually disappointing themselves. And I think there's something that, that, that Jesus says that kind of has an indirect answer to it. I want to share it with you. It comes from Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20. Matthew 28 verse 20, it's not the full verse, but the very last sentence. Jesus says this, and remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. I know it sounds strange. How does Jesus being with us actually affect our creativity? How does it help with our disappointment in our own lives? I think it helps in one very significant way. Because the same way there's been so many ideas that you've had that you've been disappointed with, and so many things that you've tried that haven't come across how you wanted them to, there have been other things which had an effect you never would have imagined, which impacted you and maybe others in ways you didn't even believe was possible. I think the good and the great thing about Jesus being with us is that Jesus is able to take and make something out of all of our disappointments whatever it may be whether it may be something you dreamed up or or something you wanted to do and something you then did and then it wasn't how you wanted it to be Jesus is able to take that just as he's done in my life and just as he has done in your life already and then use it for something which you never really expected but was so much better than what you originally intended 
The solution for our disappointment with ourselves is the presence of Jesus. Because if Jesus is with us, if Jesus is with us always in our successes and our disappointments, then we don't need our disappointments to destroy us. They don't need to break us. They don't need to make us feel like we are terrible people because we have a God who is making everything beautiful in its time who takes all that we are, all that we have, all that we can give him and does more with it than we could even dream. So don't get disappointed about your own typewriter experiences. Don't get disappointed that, 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 that you thought this thing was going to bring you to where you wanted to be, that if you had this thing, if you did it in this way, it was going to change everything. And then when you did it, in reality, it changed nothing. Because Jesus says, I am with you. And that nothing it's changed at the moment could be something that he uses to change everything later. In fact, maybe it's good that things don't work out how we want them to. Because it forces us to remember that Jesus is with us. That he is there in our joys and disappointments. And that Jesus is never disappointed in his creation. That he can always do something with it. As long as it's willing to continue to be creative. If you liked this presentation and have further questions or would like more information, we'd love to hear from you. Alternatively, if you'd like to begin a series of Bible studies, please feel free to contact us via our website at adventistradio.london. You can visit us on our social media platforms or you can text us on 8228. And remember to type the word hope before writing your text. We can't wait for you to join us next time for your gospel hit as we continue our series, Living Your Best Life with Pastor Jonathan Holder.